0: Hello besties, welcome to another episode of Time for Tea with Kelly. This is our sixth episode. I'm currently recording this on Saturday, 1st April. So today is April Fool's. However, you'll be listening to this either tomorrow, Sunday 2nd, or whenever you're listening to this. So today we're going to be talking about being self-employed. Now it's something different to what I've been talking about lately um, in my previous episodes. However, I wanted something more like tangible and something you could literally relate to in the sense that there are people that literally just want to be self employed and there are people that are either in the middle and then there's people who would rather do anything than be self employed. So today, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. In fact, the title of today's episode is to be or not to be self-employed. So I'm going to be running down everything you need to know if you're looking to be self-employed and also sharing my experience. However, as always, let's start with the gratitudes. First off, I literally realized I didn't even ask you how you're feeling. So take a second to just think about how you're feeling today. I hope you're feeling well. I'm not feeling the very best <laughs> at this very moment. Um, but, you know, it's life. It's This morning, I was really, really happy. And I'm still very happy. Don't get me wrong. However, I just feel a little sense of disappointment in something. Anywho... I'm going to start off with my gratitude. So number one, and this goes very well with why, with why I'm feeling a little mm, <laughs> right now, is staying true to myself, even though sometimes it hurts like hell. So I'm really, really grateful that I'm staying true to myself lately, even in situations which are just shit. <laughs> There's no better way to say it. But some, some situations are just really, really difficult, and you just don't understand how other people can be so oblivious to their actions. Um, but at the same time, we cannot control the way other people think, even if they reflect about directions or if they ever sit down and just think about directions. So unfortunately <laughs> we'll have to go through that and sometimes thank you to ourselves um is the healthiest option obviously however sometimes it just hurts, hurts like hell and you do second guess whether it's the best decision because it hurts so much but realistically being true to yourself is always the best decision and i'm just grateful for myself and really happy with myself that I'm saying grateful even I'm saying not grateful I'm saying grateful yes but I'm saying true to myself even in situations which are not the most comfortable I'm also really really grateful for my creativity because lately I've like first of all I'm a teacher um, for any of you who don't know who I am I'm a teacher and I teach primary students in year three currently and realistically the school routine is just so 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 boring like it feels like a deja vu every day and routines are my enemy and going into this year the first two terms were literally horrible because I just couldn't I felt my creativity just die inside of me every time I've gotten into the the normal routine again and now it's almost the start of the third term and I've gotten the hang of it and I'm really grateful that my creativity is still here because I've managed to always plan weekends which are literally jam-pegged which I'm doing where I'm doing things that I actually enjoy so that at least I can like recharge my creativity for the week sort of and um, so I'm really grateful that my creativity is here and it's here with a bang. I'm also really, really grateful right now for having a very sharpened skill to reflect upon my actions because it's not something that all of us do. And some people find it more natural. Like me, for instance, I do find it so natural to reflect upon my actions Um, and other people don't. And it's okay if you don't find yourself reflecting upon your actions and maybe you just have to stop yourself sometimes. To like reflect on them, but reflecting upon your actions is really, 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 really useful and really important. It teaches you a lot about yourself. It teaches you about things you shouldn't do. Um, again, and that maybe hurt other people or yourself um specifically whilst doing them. And reflecting is really really important. When I was back in university Um, we learned a lot about reflection for like the profession as a teacher however what i got from that was not the importance of reflecting as a teacher but more so the importance of reflecting as you know a human being even when going to therapy it was so important to reflect because with reflection you understand the things you need to improve on the things you need to stop doing and the things you need to do much much more of so if you don't reflect, I definitely recommend you to reflect a little bit. <laughs> um, it's like, as we spoke about, as we, as we talked last week, we said that it takes 66 days to make something like a habit. So you can make yourself a little new habit where you start reflecting. And I can assure you, reflecting is so important because for me, When I feel like overthinking, I change it into reflecting instead, and it's much healthier. So giving yourself that little habit can also help you a lot if you're like a very, very thorough um, overthinker. So, yeah. (laughs) Anywho, I'm giving you some time to just think about your gratitudes now, and then we'll get into our topic of the day. so being self-employed what does self-employed mean i think we should start from the basics and that's why i'm going to start from there being self-employed means working for yourself most often you start off by yourself you make your own money with the work you put into your your employment Now, you can be self-employed owning your own business or you can be self-employed working for other people, so like offering services. And being self-employed can either be, as we said, offering services or offering products. So it can be service or product-based. Now, being self-employed does not mean that the work you do is literally just for you because you can be self-employed and, for instance, create clothes for other companies or for other people for instance but you're still putting in the work yourself and getting paid with the with the work you're putting in yourself not like a usual job a nine-to-five maybe where you go there you give in you work the set amount of hours and then at the end of the month you have a set paycheck which whether you put in a lot of work this month or have not put in a lot of work and maybe slagged a little you still get the same paycheck. Now, with self-employment, we often hear people say, like, you're self-employed, you must have so much time on your hands. Realistically, no. Self Being self-employed actually leaves you with so little time on your hands because, first of all, being self-employed creates this very, very difficult habit of not giving yourself allocated time to work around the work you have so for me for instance um when it comes to creating content especially if i'm working with brands i tend to not tell myself you know okay i've worked six hours as a teacher now i need a break no i cannot do that for the life of me (laughs) i literally come home and i start working on the content and then it's 6 p.m i have to cook and then maybe later I continue working on the content so in one aspect that's very very comfortable that you get to work around getting your job done and this is not just for content this is for anything if you are a product-based business or a service-based business which you can do at home you are able to freely move around the tasks you have to get done throughout the day in whatever way fits you best but that might also mean that you have to perfect your time management because it does get overwhelming sometimes. Like, sometimes you literally cannot stop yourself from getting work done, or you cannot get yourself to get the work done. Because, obviously, especially if you're a lady listening to this, like if you're a girl, or if you're a woman, a woman, or whatever, even if you're a man, but a, a, a woman's cycle is different than a man's cycle. And today I read about this, but, and I was speaking about it with Ensil. A man has a very different, like men have very different cycles to, to women. Women's, women, women's, lol. Women have periods. So their menstrual cycle makes them getting work done different throughout the four weeks of their like menstrual cycle. Because sometimes you feel more energetic D- during a part of your cycle and um, you feel more focused so it's different once I heard a podcast about this I'm not sure where I heard where I heard it I will definitely look it up and share it on my Instagram and it was literally just on that um it was someone um who is called qual- who was a qualified um like qualified on how women can obtain the best results if they work around their menstrual cycle, and it was just astonishing for me to, to listen to it. I will definitely share it on my Instagram, so stay tuned for that. And um, you can go on Kelly Pisani if you don't know. um however, if you're a woman, you have to go about your self employment very differently than a man. I'm not saying that it takes a lot of difference, but it does. It is different, definitely. Um. And with that, as we said, you have to manage your time properly because being self-employed means that if you do not put in the work, you do not get the money. So obviously, you need to, to manage your time properly and prioritize what's more important to get done because sometimes I do it a lot and I hate myself for it. I tend to want to do the things which require, which are least important, wise that they are least important. Because then once they're top priority, I don't want to do them then. I want to do the other things which are least important again. I don't know why I do that. But if you're self-employed and you do that a lot, <laughs> you have to work on that definitely. I'm still working at it right now. Um, now, as we said, we people tend to think that people who are self-employed have more time on their hands. And realistically, no, because especially... If you don't have good time management, you won't have more time on your hands. Maybe, and again, maybe in bold and italics, if you manage your time properly, you can get more time out of your hands. What's most comfortable about being self-employed, in my opinion, is that you get to create your own schedule. So if on Mondays, you know that on Mondays you're always burnt out and Literally, the least creative. You can just decide to work on a Saturday and not work on a Monday instead, you know. Or if on on some, on maybe Tuesday you have an appointment, you can definitely get work done after. So that's what that's the best part about being self-employed, in my opinion. And more so if you hate fixed routines like me. Having like creating your own routine week by week is definitely so exciting. I used to love waking up naturally. And the funny thing is that when I wake up for school with my alarm, I just can't get out of my bed. Waking up when I was self-employed, I still used to wake up at 6 a.m. without an alarm every day. And I used to wake up, back then I used to live with my mom, so I would go downstairs and we would have some tea. And I would start getting admin work done at home. And then I would go to the office and get more work done there. So sometimes what I love most, what I love a lot about self-employed as well is that your body clock is more sharpened because you're allowed to wake up on your own terms because if you wake up at 9 instead of 8.30, nothing's going to happen. You know, there's not your boss waking, waiting for you like to get to work and you know that if you get 30 minutes later, later to work, you will have to work 30 minutes extra in the evening. So that's one thing. Another thing which we have to keep in mind about being self-employed is managing your taxes, your VAT. There are definitely lots of courses you can take. However, locally, I don't feel like there's enough knowledge about these things. And you have to pay your own taxes, your own social security, your VAT. Basically, your VAT is a set amount which you input in your prices so if it's a service if it's a product based it's different first of all it's different to the VAT for according to which sector you're working in um the maximum amount of VAT you have to charge on a price is 18% however there are different services there are services which abstain from um, VAT so like charity shops and all that um You don't pay VAT with them. However, they still have a VAT number. But so, you know, knowing whether your business or your employment will abstain from being self-employed isn't something you just wake up one day and say, oh, you know, mine will definitely not have to have VAT. It's not like that. You still have to apply for a VAT number and then you can call business first. I feel like I'm doing an advert, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm just giving you all the knowledge I've gathered throughout like the past three years of calls and less emails and messages, which remain unreplied, unfortunately. Um, yes, as we were saying, um, you also have to manage your taxes. So taxes is something you pay out of your own pocket obviously hopefully out of the income you're making out of your employment um, and which is something which has to do with you as a person so it's not something which has to do with your business but more so as it has to do with you every citizen in every country has to pay taxes no matter if you're a businessman or if you're a i don't know a sweeper you still have to pay your taxes and if you work with an employer so if you have an employer and you're not self employed your employer cuts the taxes takes the taxes and the social security money out of your paycheck every month so that's why obviously there's the gross and there's the net pay pay and wage whatever if you're self-employed though you have to do it yourself no one gets it done for you unless obviously you get an accountant but sometimes if you're still starting out or if you just maybe can are sure you can get your way through it Um, you can do it yourself I've been doing it myself for myself Um, the past three years my brother helped me in the beginning but now I do it all on my own so it's not that difficult you just have to get the hang of it Um, however as I was saying paying the taxes is like a big batch of money so you definitely have to save up and not to obviously Something else I've just realized at this very moment is that you have to understand that not all the money you make out of your employment, your self-employment, is profit. Because if you make 100 euros, for instance, out of a deal or out of a service, out of that you have to, first of all, be paid back for all the items you've bought or products you've used to get the service or the product which you've then sold. Then you have to pay yourself like the man hours you make <laughs> and you spend doing the job. You have to make some inch of profit out of it, obviously, because then it's not being very like sustainable. The business is not very sustainable if, unless you make profit out of it. Um, and you also have to pay your taxes, your social security and your VAT out of it. So, if you make one hundred out of it, you already have eighteen euros, which is if it's an eighteen percent um VAT kind of service or product, you already have eighteen euros, which are literally just VAT. Then you have to pay your taxes and your social security, mm-hmm. and for social security, it is like thirty one euro, thirty one eighty something, eighty four if I'm not mistaken, every Monday. So, yeah that's a lot (laughs) so for like a month it is 369 12 it is like somewhere around 125 euros so that's a lot of money so you have to keep that in mind always before even starting your self-employment or your business there's a lot of money involved which unless you take care of before you start the business, or you can take care of it whilst you're at the business, like, but you have to keep them in mind because then it will go out of your pocket and you will, you, the business won't be sustainable or self employment in general. And that will create you a lot of unnecessary anxiety and stress because thinking ahead in these things is very important, especially if you know the taxes, like you have to pay your taxes soon. It's very important that you save up. Even from your own money if you're still starting off because businesses or self-employment which, which are still starting off are not the, be- the most sustainable because obviously you're still starting off. So making money will be unfortunately secondary at the start. You have to understand that obviously starting your own business or being self-employed is a difficult task in the beginning, but all the work you'll you'll put into in the beginning will be very, 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 very um, you know, you'll thank yourself you did it after some time because realistically you're getting the money out of it. And as it continues to grow, obviously you'll start seeing more fruit out of it. But yes, I feel like I'm literally one of those government ads right now, which come up on YouTube when you're trying to watch a good video. <laughs> I'm hoping this is very helpful, but I wanted this one to be very, very helpful. Um, so I'm giving you all my knowledge and I'm hoping it is helpful. Another one which I want to talk about, which I've touched a little bit already, is money making. As I've said, money making will come secondary and Something I've learned with being self-employed, I was self-employed for almost a year and I was self-employed with an office for almost a year. However, I was self-employed, like just self-employed for around one year, eight months. And then I went back into teaching and I don't regret it a single bit. However, my aim is definitely to be self-employed again because I would love like my My life goal is to be able to live my life on my own terms. And for me, I see my highest self as being someone who is her own boss. So I will definitely be my own boss in the coming years again. (laughs) However, right now, I'm just living my life, enjoying myself, being a teacher, being self-employed, being a seamstress, being a content creator and doing everything I love. And also putting my degree to a good use. But what I was saying is that You need to understand that money takes time when starting off your self-employment. So don't go into a self-employment for the first time thinking that you'll start making money like a click of a button. And if you have a lot of goals to reach, which are like material things, for instance, you really want to go live out on your own. I would suggest whether you like to think a little bit, whether you can wait on going out to live alone and put in some time on working on your self-employment. Or if it's so important, work, save up. And with the money you save up, maybe get multiple streams of income as well. With the money you save up, you start investing it into your self-employment. Because realistically, if you do it wisely, you will be investing because you will be putting a lot of money in it at first. But then as time goes by, you'll be getting a lot of money out of it, back into your pocket. Um, some things I've learned is that it's a process yes it's a process where sometimes you feel like you're doing so well your business or self-employment is flourishing you're getting a lot of deals so many people are contacting you for your service or for your product and then there will come times where your business is literally not dead but you know you feel like it's very quiet and this is what it's like at the start until you get your name out there and that until people like start to resemble the name to the business, like correlate them together or just know about your business, you know, until you start getting the clients and the customers, it's a process and it's okay. So if the first month has been absolutely amazing and the second month was you just waiting on someone, it's okay. You still have to work on the second month though. And you have to make sure that you're looking for your prospective clients and customers. You're not just waiting on them. Because whilst you're at the start, you have to get your business out there. You can't just like wait on someone to just walk through the door and ask you for your service. You know, especially if you don't know about it. Next thing I've learned is that you need to, importantly prioritize yourself, even though you might like the job you're doing. For instance, I did this mistake when I had thrifted district and I had the office. Um, I used to love and I still love it so much, which is something that I still have to fight. I love sewing so much, which is for me. Absolutely amazing because I just love sewing so much. But then it came to a point where I loved sewing so much that I forgot it was my job. And so I was happy with making X amount of money, even though it didn't literally pay me what I was worth, anywhere close to what I was worth. So my tip to you is if you're looking into getting self-employed, definitely prioritize yourself first. Your business has to work for you, not the other way around. You work for your business, yes, but you cannot have a business or be self-employed and you're constantly working, working, working to get a penny. The business has to work for you for it to be sustainable. The business has to work for you. For instance, something that I learned with having my own office is that with the office, I realized that I would rather invest the money I was investing in an office In a place, I would call my own because I still had issues at home. So that's when I realized that for the business to work for me, I would rather invest that money in having my own place. That's what I did. So this is just a little example. But for you, maybe it could be that, I don't know, let me just think. Um, You would rather wake up at 10 a.m. in the morning and work in the evenings. So if that's what works for you, that's what works for your business has to be like that. Like you have to understand that your business is yours. Your self-employment is yours. You're the boss. So even with finding clients, yes, maybe at first you will have to close one eye and just work around their available times. But as the business and the self-employment grows, it has to work for you. So if other people cannot abide to your schedule, It's not something like you have to worry so much about. They have to find a way because they need your services or your products. And it's not being rude. It's taking care of yourself because even with having a business, just like as being your own person and being a human being, you have to have boundaries for your business. Even when it comes to secrets about business, like not secrets, realistically, I don't know the exact term. But this is something I had to go through a lot. I had so many people asking me about, and I still have, unfortunately, people asking me about where I get my my vintage, my vintage fabric from. I feel like certain things cannot be answered because they are the brand secret. Like, you don't go to McDonald's and ask them about the recipe of the Big Mac. You know? It's something which is theirs. If I go there and just ask them for it, obviously, they wouldn't share it. And I'm sure they wouldn't. Because I've had issues with... Not not issues. I've had a chat with... um. One of the person, the people in the team of the marketing. Oh my god, that sentence is literally unstructured. (laughs) Um, I've had a little chat with one of Malt of McDonald's Malta, um, Malta's marketing team, and that's what she said. That some people go up to to them like in certain situations and just ask. Four things which cannot be shared, because obviously they are a brand secret. And even with having friends, you have to make sure that some things you do not share, which is unfortunate, yes. But you have to be, to be careful, because it is your business, and this is the, the place you're making money out of it. You can be helpful, yes. But make sure you're not being overly helpful, in the sense that you share things which are literally the life, the the, the heart of your business. So, anywho, <laughs> I feel like I've gotten into a little TED talk. But um, the last thing I learned is that you need to be realistic. I feel that sometimes I do this a lot. Not sometimes, I do this a lot, unfortunately. Um, where I lose my sense of realism and I get into this idea of dreaming. And if I do this, I will get X amount of money. and with that X amount of money. I can invest it right back there and this and here and there. And realistically, you cannot you can like think about your your where you're investing your money but realistically you have to also make sure that you're being realistic with, with how you're aiming to spend your money and if the money is not here yet you cannot think of having x amount of money when realistically you just have y amount of money even with thinking about how much money you will make thinking that you'll have less like aiming to have less money than you actually think you will have is better sometimes because then you'll end up with more money um out of it like more profit out of it or a better goal reached like it will go better and you'll realize that realistically that's much better because even when like thinking about making a new service or a new product you have to be realistic like is the profit i'm making out of it sustainable will it be able to pay for new services or new product will it be able to give me profit out of it will i be able to pay my taxes my vat my social security out of it so mm -hmm. (laughs) i think i've covered a lot today to be honest and i feel like i've said so much which is unfortunate but I hope this is helpful and it's not just me blabbering. But let me just now get into your questions about this podcast. So the questions I got were three, and this is one of them. What was the most difficult when being self-employed? Realistically, the most difficult was that I had to face being alone every single day. Unless Encel was there, um, I was really pretty much alone and I didn't have many friends that back then. So, and it used to bother me a lot as well that I didn't have much friends. Um, So I used to feel very, very alone. And that is something we also have to think about that being self-employed sometimes is just you and your computer, your machine you're using to make the product or just, you know, you and, you know, the computer. So, unless it is like a business or self-employment, which like requires like a cafeteria or a restaurant or something like that. That's, that's much more like, you have people around you, so it's different. However, if it's something which it's just you and the computer, as we already said, sometimes working in cafes, for instance, will help a lot because you still get to feel like you're in an office environment. You get to talk to say, some people sometimes and like feel like you're part of a thing rather than just being at home every day, which obviously does get a little monotonous at times. Another question I got was, would you want to be self-employed again? And I answered this already, most definitely a hundred times I will be self-employed again. And I say this with certain re- like assurance because I know that my highest self is self-employed. And it's funny to think about it, but I know she is and... I'm really grateful that I got to be self-employed for a, for a, an amount of time because that has taught me a lot about being self-employed. And thanks to it, it was at a time where I could, like, be adventurous in terms of being self-employed. And it definitely helped me tremendously and gave me a lot of insight on what I need to be self-employed at a time where I need to sustain myself as well. So... I will definitely be self-employed in the coming years and I just can't wait to be recording a podcast and be fully self-employed again. Uh, But at the same time, I'm really, really grateful and it is a change in mindset I had to do um, this year, which I'm happily surpassing um, that it is okay for me to be a teacher and it's not something I want to do forever but I'm really grateful that I am a teacher because it's teaching me a lot about myself and it's teaching me a lot about the life I want to live for myself and I'm grateful that I get to be a teacher and also do things which will help my future life. So if you want to be self-employed and you're not currently in a place where you can be fully self-employed because of money issues or other issues, which you know, can vary from one person to the next, um, tell yourself that it's okay to not be exactly where you want in life. You're still, it's still a process and you still have much time. Even if you're 60, 70, 80, you still have time to make yourself what you want out of yourself and to give the life you deserve to yourself. And the last question I received, What what do you miss most about being self-employed? realistically what I miss most about being self-employed is just being able to live life on my own terms if in the morning I wanted to go thrifting I could even the evening I had an appointment I could go there even the morning I had you know whatever I didn't have to ask for permission like from someone else to be able to do things during my work hours because I could move my work hours in a way where I would still get the work done get the money in and you know, just the, the the being self-employed just worked for me. So that's what really what I really miss. However, there come times, there come situations in life where you have to choose. And the best decision the best decision you can do is to take the decision. Because you cannot just let yourself sway around <laughs> certain situations which will hurt you even more. And I have to to learn from this as well because I feel like certain times I myself take so long to take a decision that it I start swaying myself with both sides of the decision and that's not healthy. So yes, I'm going to just finish this episode because I feel like it's so long already um, with a little bit of affirmation. So today we spoke about self-employed. I feel like this podcast these podcast episodes i would i thought starting this podcast that i would be able to speak about things without having a time limit realistically i still feel like i have a time limit because i don't want the podcast to be over like two hours long and i have so much to say but it just it just makes me makes me Laugh at myself because I have so much to say, and I never finish a podcast feeling like I've said enough. So, yes, I will again definitely be making a little bit of a part two to this. However, I would like to know what you would want me specifically to talk more about when it comes to this kind of podcast because this one was more educational, more information rather than my own experience and you know, just like anxiety and the things we've talked about earlier. So as to the affirmations, I thought about two today, and one of them is I can make any dream a reality because realistically, we stop ourselves from thinking we can achieve certain things um, just because, like there's no reason to it. We just do it. Sometimes we conform to society without even knowing, to society's norms and society's ideologies where we think that certain things are too far away for us to ever, ever be able to reach, or we can't do this, this, and this, because we're not living in America. We, we're not living in England, we're, you know? So just tell yourself and help yourself believe that you can make anything you want a reality. If you just believe it enough, and if you put in the work. And secondly, I am worthy of achieving or living my dreams because sometimes, sometimes we self-sabotage and we we stop ourselves from living our dreams because we think we're not worthy enough or we think we're not capable enough or we're too lazy or we're too hardworking or, you know, it's not comfortable to not be getting X amount of paycheck because that's something about being self-employed. You will not get the same exact amount of money this month as to the next However, it also has its good things as well, because as you're saying that, it could mean from the positive perspective that if this month was a bad one, next month could be a great one. Anywho, I hope you enjoyed this little podcast of today. Um, I would love to know any more affirmations you might have when it comes to being self-employed. I'm off to do, to make us some burgers. <laughs> And I hope you enjoyed this one. I don't know if you want me to make more like educational and informational kind of podcasts. In season two, we're getting close to the end of season one, by the way. But as for season two, um, we'll be having guests. So it will be a little different. Sometimes we'll be having guests. Sometimes I will, I will be having fully um, just me episodes and I just really want my podcast to be a place where you can learn and also relate. So today, during our little cafeteria session, we spoke about being self-employed. So if this is your dream, I would definitely recommend you to just, you know, think about it a little further, sit down with your thoughts, write them down, gather all the information I've shared with you today, and just make it a reality. Even if it takes you six years, 10, 20, 50 make it a reality because you can and you will if you believe it so yes i will leave you here coco says hi and she says good night as well because she's having a little nap and yes talk to you later i will talk to you next week for our seventh episode and mm -hmm, i hope you have a good weekend and i hope you have a good easter as well Bye-bye. Sending you lots and lots and lots of love.